Absolutely brilliant. Wasn't that great? Didn't they do a great job? Let's give them another round of applause, shall we? So, okay, everybody. Before John and Peter had even gone to the tomb, before any of that happened, before John and Peter maybe had even woken up, I'll tell you what happened. There were three ladies. There were three ladies. Their names were Mary, Mary and Salome. And they came with their spices. And that morning, they woke up and they thought, what we're going to do is we're going to go and take our spices and we're going to go and anoint Jesus. We're going to go and pour everything that we have over his body. And uh, so they bought their spices. You could say, everybody, that they were the first Spice Girls. (laughs) That was great, wasn't it? I've never done a joke like that before. Anyway... (laughs) So there they were, uh, that with their spices. Um, you know, they, they had in their hands the most precious thing that they could have. And they were going to the place. They were going back to the grave. They were going back to the place where their greatest fear had been met, where their greatest disappointment had happened. That's where they were going back. They were going back to the place where they had lost everything. They had lost their dreams. They had lost uh, the, the dream of what God was going to do with them and the dream of what He was going to do with them and, and their country. They had lost everything. And those women were going back to that place. Those women had the courage to say, there's a place over there and it's full of pain, but we're going back to that place. We're going back to the place where it's darkest. We're going to go back and we're going to take what we've got. We're going to take the offering that we have, small though it is. We're going to take it to that place to the place where our dream died, to the place where our hope died, to the place where we didn't know what was going to happen, the place of the unknown. That's where they were going. And they were walking and they kept walking. You know, sometimes uh, where we have had the greatest faith, there is the greatest disappointment. That's why faith sometimes feels so fragile Because when we have put all of our faith into something and that doesn't happen and uh, we go back to that place, it's a very vulnerable thing to do. And that's what those ladies were doing. They were going back to that place and they were walking and they were walking. Well, the thing was that as they were walking, it says in Matthew that they were really troubled and they were thinking, you know, We're walking back to this place, but there's a massive stone in front of the grave. There's a massive stone. Well, we can't roll the stone away. It says in Matthew that they were talking about it, that they were troubled about it, that they were wondering what they were going to do. So they're saying to each other, what should we do? There's a stone in the way. It's a massive stone. I don't know what we're going to do about it. They hadn't thought it through. They hadn't brought the men. None of the men were with them. What are we going to do? There's a huge stone that is going to be in front of Jesus. And we bought these spices, but what are we going to do? But do you know, while they were walking, God was working. 
as they were walking to that place, as they were walking back to that place of pain, God was working. And it says in the passage that we read right at the very beginning, that as they were walking, an angel from heaven came down and rolled the stone away. The thing that was between Jesus and them, the divider, the thing that was unmovable, the thing that was impossible, was rolled away, was taken away by, superna- by, God, by God. You know, as we are walking, God is working. As we are walking with the things that we have in our hands and the spices maybe we have in our hands and the pain that we have, as we are walking, God is working and He is moving the impossible things in our lives. Who's got impossible things in their life? Because I have, I've got so many things that are like a rock in the middle of a tomb that stand between, what about the things between me and God, the things that feel unmovable? What about the things between, uh, uh, in relationships? You might have relationships and you might just think that's just, I just don't see a way out. I don't see how that's ever going to change. I don't see how that's ever going to move. You know, while you are walking, God is working. While you walk, He is working. There are so many things like we may think and look at our finances and think there's something needs to change, something needs to be moved. Keep walking because God is working. And that's what he did. He did the impossible. He rolled the stone away. The thing that was between them and Jesus, the thing that was the unmovable thing, the thing that they thought was impossible, was moved away. Who knows that Jesus does the impossible. He does the impossible things in our lives. The things that we think, that is immovable. That is uh, between the things that are in your way. Is there anything in your way? Because when we are walking towards Jesus, God is working. You know, sometimes I look I think to myself, I have a dream to see this community, this place that we call Little Hampton, Rustington and the surrounding area. The dream is to see people's lives impact, impacted for God and to, that people would know God. People that um, have no idea who He is, never walked into a church, never met Jesus before. My dream is that we would see that as people. We would see this community impacted. That we would see the broken people in this place come alive. That we would see people with no hope have some hope. Uh, That is what I dream of. And sometimes I think, is it just impossible? Is that dream just too big? Is it just too impossible? But I believe that God said to me and says to me, Becca, You keep walking because I'm going to keep working. You keep walking. You keep walking with your spices. You keep walking with what you have in your hands, Becca, because I'm going to do the working. There are some things that are impossible for us, but are not impossible for God. And so we do what we can do. And God does what he knows we can't do. We do what we can do. We keep praying. We keep living. We keep giving. We keep running. We keep giving our whole lives to Jesus. We give what we can give. 
And He does what no one else can do. He moves the stone. Do you know what I think is the most incredible thing too though? Is that Jesus moved the stone away. But do you know what? It says that the angel sat on the stone. The angel sat on the stone. Here's the stone, everybody. And the angel sat on the stone. Do you know what it means uh, when they talk about sitting down on a stone? They mean that when you sit down on something, you have power and authority over it. That's what it means to sit down on something. That's what it meant when they sat down on that stone. Flicks, I need your help. Um, that's what it means when, they, uh, uh, when somebody sits down on, a, on, on something. It's the way that they would have talked about in the Bible when a teacher sits down. A teacher would sit down, they would have authority over something. I want to tell you something today, everybody, that you not, are you not, God has not just moved the stone away in your lives. He's not just doing the impossible in your lives, but He's telling you to stand on it. He's telling you to sit on the very things that have caused you problems and that have distanced you from God. He says, I'm not only moving that, but I'm giving you authority over it. And so, I'm going to stand on the rock. I'm going to stand because God has given us, as a group of people, authority over the things that stand in your way. The things that you say are impossible. The addiction that you say cannot be overcome. I'm here to tell you it can be overcome because Jesus is a miracle worker. And not only can it be overcome, but you will stand on it. You will stand on it with authority in this area. And so I pray that we take hold of the most amazing power of God in this day. That we know, gosh, I think I'll come down. And so I think that God does not just call us. He does not just move the stone away for us. But he says, come and sit on that stone. There's something of rest when you sit down on something. It's not a striving authority. God has given you authority to sit on the things that you thought were impossible in your life. But do you know what I think is the most amazing thing? Jesus says, well, the angel says, go to Galilee, guys, go to Galilee. You know, what was in Galilee? The the resurrection was not the end of the story. The resurrection was just the beginning. It wasn't like Jesus died and then was resurrected. Oh, that's a great end of the story. Let's all go home now. That was just the beginning. He said, come and meet me in Galilee. Do you know what he said in Galilee? Well, the disciples went there 
And Jesus met them there and this is what he said to them. Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead and gave them this charge. God authorised and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet, far and near, in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I've commanded you. And I will be with you as you do this, day after day, night after night, right to the end of the age. He gave them a commission. He said, not only will you, when you walk towards me, not only will you see the impossible happen, not only will you take authority over the impossible things that happen, but you're going to tell everybody and you are going to you are going to take that to the rest of the world. What I want to do in you people is only the beginning because I want to do whatever I'm doing in you in everybody, in everybody in this community. It's not something that we will hold on to ourselves. It's something that he says, take it everywhere you go. Take it every place that you set your foot in. Take what I've done in your life and take it to the community. And so that's the resurrection message. He's alive. He rolled the stone away. He did the impossible. He's a miraculous and most amazing God. And we want to take everything that he is to every person that we meet every day of our lives. Amen. Let's stand up, shall we? Let's pray, everybody. Father God, we thank you for the life that you have given us. Thank you, Father, for everything that you have given to us. And right now, I pray, if you have an impossible situation, I pray, uh, put your hand up. Put your hand up. If there's anything that you think is, feels immovable to you right now, just put your hand up. If it may be your health, it may be a relationship, it may be your finances, it may be, um, it could be anything, absolutely anything. Could be a person that you long to see find God. Could be that you long for breakthrough yourself. So I pray, God, as we are walking, may you work. May you work in a way that only you can. So I say, I ask you, Holy Spirit, come into this place. Come into this place, I pray. I pray, Father God, that there would be relationships that we feel are are impossible, restored and made whole. I pray, God, where there are financial situations in this building that we have said that is impossible, that will never happen. I say anything is possible. And so we, we bring those things to you right now, God. Health things that we've said there is impossible. God, we bring it to You. We bring it to You. You, You're a God of miracles. We will never stop knowing and believing that. Even if we don't see the miracles, 
We, we know that you're a miracle working God. We know, we know it, God. So we pray that you would come and that you would move what only you can move. And God, we will keep walking as you keep working. Amen.